the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 500 points this morning. That's my serious voice. Who knows where it ends up for the day? We've got some world concerns going on. Sell off in Europe and Asia. That's worldly, isn't it? The king of England can kiss ma. Anyhow, and anyway, the Dow drops 2% or 525 points. NASDAQ off 2.6%. Risk on, risk off. Wax on, wax off. Daniel Son. The remake with Will Smith's kid was dreadful. Just dreadful. It was awful. But no major developments overnight. So why is the market down more? The market is looking six months in advance in theory, right? Is it saying you guys been too complacent? We're going to shake things up. Is it looking at higher interest rates? Maybe. Is it looking at trade frictions? Maybe. Is it looking at high valuations? Maybe. Is it looking at pockets of softness in the global economy? Maybe. Three of missed on both the top and bottom line, top revenue, bottom earnings. They slashed their profit forecast for the year. Caterpillar beat profit expectations but lowered its guidance, saying tariffs are pushing up costs. Earning results have been good, but not quite as strong as recent quarters. 74% of the companies in the S&P 500 are in correction territory. Corrections are normal and healthy. The question is, do we go into a bear market and for how long? Bear markets can last six months to 18 months. Easy. Freak you out. Easy. But you have another cycle ahead of you if there's still another cycle ahead of you. There has been for the last 100 years. Will there be another cycle ahead? Now that the Fed's raised rates, if things start to slow down, the Fed has some ammo to cut rates to stimulate again. It's pretty interesting, right? Facebook has a lot of value right now. Alphabet, Google looks close to fair value. Um, The Netflix business model, a lot of people love, a lot of people hate. You need to decide that on yourself. They spend a lot of money to make a lot of money. They spend a lot of money to get a lot of subscribers. But at some point in time, you want to start paying back some of the money you're borrowing. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. Or you can go with a Facebook or an Apple who have a lot of value right now, but consult a broker advisor for taking action in stocks mentioned. Right? So the 10-year Treasury fell down to 3.12%. Remember, it wasn't that long ago, it was playing at 3.25%. So something's happened to start scaring the market. Is it oil sinking to its lowest level since September? Is it the Saudi Arabia saying that they will not resort to an oil embargo and a rift with Washington? That's Saudi Arabia murder story. It's pretty gruesome when you kill someone and you wear his clothes out to make it look like he left the building. And again, I don't know all the details. Um, if I don't read it in a magazine, it's, you know, I'll never digest all the details. I need some like vanity fair to do a big 
spread on it, if you know what I'm saying. Ba-da-ba-ba-bop at all-time high today. McDonald's, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So don't get too caught up in down markets. And again, I'm not telling you not to because it's your money. You decide. Um, but I'm not freaked out by what I'm seeing, and hopefully you aren't either. Um, I'm freaked out by some of the things I see in society, like the new bank out there. And I see people today will probably say, the stock market stinks. I'm going to go buy Mega Millions and Mega Powerball. I guess it's just Mega Millions and Mega, and just regular Powerball. When I win the lottery, gonna I've already won the lottery. Citigroup escalates credit card wars with a boost to its top uh, cards dining and air travel rewards. I highly recommend getting credit cards with rewards if you're able to pay them off on a monthly basis. There's a really good one out there um, tied towards the just restaurants and entertainment. So if you go to restaurants, cafes, bars, lounges, fast food chains, bakeries, uh, sporting events, concerts, tourist attractions, theme parks, movies, plays, 4% back with a $95 a year uh $95 a year annual fee after the first year. First year's free. But $500 in sign-up bonuses. If, if you're using a credit card for those reasons only, that's a pretty good one. That's a spice meatball. No, that, that's a fail. Um, so I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, McDonald's share surged 6%. Menu price increases, global growth, fueling, earnings beat. 13 consecutive quarters of positive same-source sales growth. It is what it is. They always are going to be revamping their dollar menu. The larger tickets have proved the diners are willing to spend a little bit more to get you know another add-on here or there. Um, their digital initiatives are paying off. Same-source sales and international lead markets up nicely in the U.K., Australia, and France up 5%. Um, there's something to be said for cheap eats. Now, again... Starbucks is the opposite of that to me. It's expensive eats, and it's a little bit better food, right? There's no shame in owning both. The king of the, the low end, the king of the high end. The low end makes it up on volume, volume, volume. The high end makes it up on loyalty and snobbery. Is that a word? If not, I want to make it a word. There's something that really bothers me. There's Mark Hurd's on CNBC right now, and he's got the face of like a 70-year-old man, but he's got the hair of like a 40, 35-year-old man. I hate that. I hate the obvious toupee. What was or the that diet all job about? Is that it's over the the top. I, I don't mind people trying to fake it at times, but fake it within reason. Fake it within reason. Honey Smacks are soon back on the shelves. I'm excited by that. I'm not exact excited by that. The Honey Smacks had that frog, and when you think breakfast cereals, you don't think frog. And frogs aren't exactly known for honey. I don't think. Um, but the cereal is keeping its its name in the Diggum Frog as its mascot, as it's returning to consumers with the new recipe and production facility. Um, kill the frog, kill the frog, Honey Smacks before I talk to you. So that was just too weird. So. Honey Smacks was linked to the Salmonella outbreak uh, that was produced by a third party manufacturer many years ago that Kellogg. Never did a name. That in outbreak infected 135 people in 36 states. That's a tough company. That's a tough one to come back from. Eat this cereal and you'll die of salmonella. Or wait a couple years and 
We'll bring it back, and you'll trust us. Trust us, said the snake. Honey Smack's been around since 1953. That's a long time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget, i got a big, two big events coming up, and um, you can sign up at Rob Black's show. It's Rob Black's show. Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar in San Jose. It's a Saturday, November 17. And then I'm going to do an afternoon event, Investing Beyond a 401k Wealth Accumulation. That's also November 17th in San Jose. It's got a pretty cool building. It's the Rotary Summit Building in San Jose. Uh, super easy parking. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. J.P. Morgan Chase, American Express, and Citigroup all have some amazing credit cards right now that have reward points. I happen to use two reward cards on a regular basis. I might add a third because there's sometimes I get that specialty craze per se, but two's enough for me. One for restaurants and typically the other for uh, restaurants and travel and one for, you know, typically everything else in my life where I want cash back. With that being said, the big players are Citigroup, JP Morgan Chase, and American Express, and there's good websites like bankrate.com and the points guy. Uh, that'll you know steer you towards lots of economic rewards if you pay it off every month. If you carry a, a charge, not worth it. Let's talk about the market and do we believe that we've run out of space and we've topped out CFP Chad Burton. All right, we got Mark yeah. from Newark. Mark, how are you? Uh, good morning. Hey, uh, Chad, do you think the bull market is uh, done, gone, is finished because... Uh, it went up all the way to S&P, went up uh, to 2,900, and I wish I would have bailed out, but I'm still in it. Um, uh, do you think it's going to go down further than 27, whatever it is right now, 2750, whatever? Hey, Mark, how old are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm 60. You're 60? Okay. How, how far down has the S&P fallen since the top? 15, 20 years. Uh, I mean, I know everybody says retire at 60, but uh, I plan to work another 10, 15, maybe longer. So you've got another full market cycle that you're going to be investing through, correct? Yes, but you know what? The, the idea of Spain and uh, giving up the, the gains and just let it run down and come back up, uh, it doesn't, you know, if I would have. Failed out in 2007, 2008. I would have locked my gains and maybe get in 2009 or 10. Yeah, good uh, luck with that. It's not going to happen. Stop, stop looking for the magic, the silver bullet in investing. It's, it's not going to happen. I've been doing this. This is the 25th year in the business. I've never met anybody that continues to get the calls out. And then the second call, which is the toughest call to get back in correctly. In addition to that, all the way through 2007 through 2009, March at the bottom, if you were invested in a good portfolio, you were, you were accumulating in dividends and interest 3.5% or so income in a balanced portfolio, if not more, through that entire period of time that you could use that money to live off of. So if you have cash and dividends and interest, like I always talk about, you don't have to care about a big market decline. If all of your money is invested in stocks and you need that money to live, then that's a mistake. 
Um, so what you need to do is find a pie chart that's right for you. In other words, a mix of large cap, small cap, mid cap, international, emerging markets, bonds, and cash, and then set rules when you rebalance it. So when it gets out of whack, if you're 60% in stocks, become 70% in stocks, you, you are automatically going to sell your gains and rebalance into the areas that have gone down or not has, has gone up as much, right? So it's, okay. it's that act of rebalancing on the top, and even harder for you to do it is at the bottom. So if you're invested in a 60-40 portfolio, and the market declines, and all of a sudden you're 50% stocks, 50% bonds, you need to sell some bonds and buy some stocks when it's the scariest part of all time. You are never going to get right all in and all out. You will lose so much money. I've seen so many mistakes. We still see people, Mark, that got out in 2007 or 2008 before the biggest part of the decline, and they never got back in. They've missed a 300% move off the bottom and 11 years of dividends and interest that could have been reinvested. They've cost themselves an entire retirement because they try to time the market. This is, look, this is not a correction. This is a 5% decline on the S&P 500. The Russell is only down you know, 14%. That's a bigger correction. These things tend to go down 20%. But when you look at corrections, they're the best times to buy more, not to try to guess the top and get out. You're going to make massive mistakes if you try to continue to search and pay people for software and pay people for trading academies where they're going to tell you how to get all in and all out. You will. I've never met a wealthy person that's done that, ever. I can't stress as much that it is a fool's game to try to be all in and all out. So, people, you got to stop doing that. you got to stop listening to people on radio that are trying to sell you products that tell you that you can get an all-in and all-out. Who's making the money there? They are. Playing on your fear and greed. Investing is a long-term game. It's a strategy. You forget about 20% corrections five years later. They're a blip on the screen. They would have been a great buying opportunity instead of a time for you to freak out. I love that. When CFPs lose their cool. Whoa. So basically, Chad got a call this morning that said, you know, it's game. The market goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And you never really get anywhere unless you guess when it's at the top, you should sell. And when it's at the bottom, you should buy. And Chad takes that stuff kind of personally, and I do too. And again, if you take a look from, if you've been investing since 18 years and it's been 20 years, take a look at the last 20 years. It doesn't just go up and down. It goes up. If you've been investing for a year, yeah, it's going to feel like a roller coaster. You've been investing for five years, you look pretty good. If you've been investing for eight years, you look great. If you've been investing for you know, 12 years, back when we had that really tough market, you know, 2006, 2008, um, great recession. If you've been investing since then, you look great. You tend to look stupid in investing when you go... I've got $100,000. What one stock would you buy if you want to make money by Christmas? So I totally agree with that. I, I get the frustration, and it's just funny because CFPs are like, uh, they're like football coaches who, who yell, you know, uh, peanut brittle. And you're like, aren't you going to say like a dirty word? Peanut brittle. Oh my, my, my. So to hear CFPs lose their cool, it's always fun for me. Anyway, CFP Chad Burton and myself are going to be doing a big event in November in San Jose. We haven't been in downtown San Jose on a Saturday event in years. 
Don't know why I'm giving on my Saturday, but I'm giving on my Saturday. I'm going to be doing an investing beyond a 401k wealth accumulation November 17th. Chad's going to be doing a retirement income and planning seminar in the morning from 9.30 to 11.30. I'm going to jump in in the afternoon and do 1 to 3 p.m. It's at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose. You can learn more about these events by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's November 17th. And uh, it's coming up not that long from now. So sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Confidence lacking in the growth outlook. That's today's summary on the market. Don't take it personally. October is turning out to be a spooky month. Utilities and real estate are where people are hiding today. Netflix is off six, Apple's off three, Amazon's down 50, Alphabet's down 16, Facebook is off two. Where do we draw a line in the sand and hold? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. You know, I'm never one to brag, but I'm kind of a big deal. McDonald's is in the news today, and... There's something to be said for a stock that's up 10 in a market that's getting murdered. I don't know. I can't quit you, McDonald's. I've loved you since I was a little kid with a Big Mac Whopper. The songs and the the freebies and the Happy Meals. I mean, I was too young. I was too old for Happy Meals. They came after I did. But like the Star Wars, you know, come in and get a meal and get a glass. Star Wars commemorative glass. Like that rocked my world as a kid. I'm looking at the chart of McDonald's right now. And again, I'm not trying to say told you so. It's at an all-time high. Now, we can run up and down and give the merits or the demerits of is McDonald's really a restaurant or not? Is Chipotle really a restaurant? Is Cheesecake really a restaurant or not? Or is it just a lot of food for fat Americans, Oompa Loompas who are looking for butter-induced, heavy salt... uh, 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 ultimately, sugar comas, right? Get in my belly! Butter, salt, and sugar. That's all I think of with fat, you know food. So McDonald's is hitting an all-time high. And again, I'm not trying to say, nee, 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 see how right I am? Oftentimes, oftentimes, I'll say, I, you can only own so many stocks. So are, do you want to really own five guys? Or Shake Shack? Or why not just own McDonald's? It's, you know, do you want to own uh, Lululemon, uh, Under Armour, or why not just own Nike? You know, I I can make it, like, even bigger examples. And some people think Lululemon, uh, I'm sorry, Under Armour is poised to explode up 200% in the next 18 months. Because they've kind of done their time, and, you know, all they got to do is improve their margins at this point in time. I'd be careful with that kind of confidence. But sometimes <clears throat> I, I just kind of, you know, want to push you again. <clears throat> Why not go with McDonald's? That gives you a lot of room to make mistakes in the future. 
Didn't she love it in Coming to America? Was it McDonald's? Stealing the idea of, of McDonald's is, to me, kind of a... It's kind of seemed uncool. I mean, I felt shame once. <clears throat> I was in Europe, and I was, was traveling Europe, and I was traveling Europe. And uh, lots of traveling through Europe, right? I, German food and Austrian food. Not the best. Hungarian food. No. So I finally got to the point where, is that? Is that a mirage? It's McDonald's. You go to McDonald's and you get those same McDonald's fries that you get in New York City, that you get in Los Angeles, that you get in Birmingham, Alabama. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. There's something about that consistency. And, you know, again, love him or hate him, Ray Kroc uh, uh, certainly has come up with something that could win in a, a down stock market. So, so that's something you should look for. Things that could win in a down stock market. We're employed, so we're going to eat. But if we start fearing for our job, we may go, I, I, I might eat some McDonald's tonight. Again, don't go out and buy the stock because you heard Rob Black say it on the air. Go out and look at it. Revenue of $5.37 billion. That's a lot of chicken and cows, right? 13 consecutive quarters of positive global comparable sales. 13 consecutive quarters of positive global comparable same star sales. That's pretty enhan- uh, pretty uh, lovely. They've enhanced their hospitality. They're elevating the experience. They're going with a lot of kiosks. I'd be cautious because, you know, it's had such a big run. But in the long run, it's um, I think it's a winner. It's been a winner since I've been a little boy. So, and that's good enough for me sometimes. The winner take all jackpot. Do you know how much you're going to have to lose if you win the jackpot tonight? It's not even worth playing anymore. It's worth one point six, one six point billion dollars tonight. You got to give twenty five percent of that, twenty four percent to the federal government. So you're giving up four hundred million dollars to the federal government just like that. Say what? Now you could expect to owe the difference between that amount and the top federal income tax rate of thirty seven percent. So you may lose up to thirty seven percent with the federal government, and then you get state income taxes. Like I don't even know if it's worth playing. If one point six billion gets dwindled down to like eight hundred million, what are you talking about, fool? It's not worth my time. That's like lunch money, right? But it does tell you that the federal government's a huge winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. When it comes to uh, lotteries, right? They don't got to do much. It's got to regulate it and make sure that people aren't cheating. And uh, it's all good. It's all good. So alcohol stocks during Prohibition. What happened? We got marijuana is now legal in Canada, and cannabis stocks have a combined market cap of twenty-seven point four billion dollars. At the start of the year this year, that was nine point two billion. So by the time it got marijuana got lifted its prohibition, so to speak, got free, it opened up the door. They've gone up one hundred percent. All right, all right. Two hundred percent. That's not quite right. One hundred fifty plus. Um, so Tilroy's volatility, and again, some of these stocks were small, but $9 billion becomes $27 billion? Not too shabby. If you look back at booze stocks, it might surprise you to learn the sector peaked in July 1933, a few months before the 18th Amendment was officially repealed. It was an interesting time back then, obviously. 
the only industrial alcohol companies that were selling alcohol were odd names that you wouldn't even know, like Shinley Distillers, National Distillers, and Commercial Solvents, U.S. Industrial Alcohol. Seagram was founded in 1857 in Canada, so kind of like it was still allowed to make the real stuff in Canada, just not in the United States. So, head of prohibition, newspapers reported on alcohol blending supply deficits, what the jump in you know demand might look like. And again, it might surprise you that these guys didn't corkscrew higher. Anheuser-Busch, which is merged and acquired other companies, is now now known as Anheuser-Busch InBev. It was around back then, but the company didn't list a stock until 1938. Prohibition things weren't easy for beer makers during those years. The reports of Anheuser-Busch asking for freight rate concessions for brewers had to remain you know, in place just to stay viable. So lots going on, right? And you can't necessarily think that you can kind of get away with, um, I'm going to buy now and just put myself on that train. Because sometimes there's a sells that sell the news, buy the hope. Buy the rumor, sell the news. In this case, it's sell the news and buy the hope. So, interesting times. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. A sea of red out there. Um, a sea of red. Those are tough days. In large part, the trade wars finally come home. Blame China all you want. It's, you know, issues are big in the world and they're not going away soon. The United States is not immune from the impact of the trade war any more than China is. Is this the sign that a bear market's coming, all this volatility? Well, I'll tell you what's coming, a correction. So we haven't hit it yet. We're going to. Market likes to go back and test every now and then, kind of get see its sea legs. To make matters worse, the sales of the S&P 500 companies are beating forecasts by just a little skosh right now. And that brings up the question of your sales are beating by just a little bit. Down the road, if there's inflation, wage inflation, are you going to be able to, like, wring it out of the company? <clears throat> Tesla is pushing a cheaper version of the Model 3 sedan. And out of that comes the lesson of, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. In large part, when you go for the low end, there's not a lot of profit margin in it. But if you get the customer, you get the customer, and if you take the customer away from a competitor, you get the cash flow. So Musk is looking at a $35,000 after-tax incentives vehicle. But the federal tax credit is going to start phasing out for the company at the end of the year. So I see some bad news for Tesla. Now, again, that's just bad news. And sometimes that is already baked into the cake, so to speak. Um, so you don't want to run with that. You kind of want to be a little bit on the patient side. I'm looking at Dell right now, and I just can't get into it. I used to follow Dell in the 90s and early 2000s, and they got this tracker stock thing coming on. And they were prob- public, then they went private, now they're coming public. And, like, I, too much for me. So I don't want to be involved in throwing down cashola for a company that's an escape plan now for the private equity investors who took the company private, looking to cash out after they've done some restructuring. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. 
Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Sandra Day O'Connor is in the early stages of dementia and possibly Alzheimer's. I bring this up because she was an influential person in my life. I remember the first woman on the Supreme Court. I remember the day. And I kind of want to throw out, you know, as only I can do. Um, one of the greatest Sandra Day O'Connor stories is, you know, when she was sitting at a press conference, a press event with John Riggins and, you know, it was kind of one of those, you know, hoity-toities, a lot of powerful people sitting next to each other. And he couldn't stand it as a football player. He played for the Washington Redskins. He's a 240-pound man who was known as the Diesel. He was a big boy. So he got drunk. And because he got drunk, he was able to go up to Sandra Day O'Connor and say, come on, Sandy, baby, loosen up. You're too tight. Um, so he's trying to get a, a Supreme Court justice drunk or something. Um, I don't know if that's funny, if that's tragic. What is it? But he had a Hall of Fame uh, MF, MVP kind of career. And uh, he told us, Supreme Court justice, loosen up. I know you're saying. Get to the show. You've got um, to credit- be kidding me. Car, credit card rewards are, I think, in Fuego. I think this is a golden age of them, and there seems to be you know, just a few people really fighting hard to get you to sign up. Um, American Express, uh, Capital One, um, Citibank, and Chase Sapphire um, are the big boys. And there's a new card out by Saver by Capital One that gives you 4% back on dining and entertainment. So that's pretty good. I get 3%, you know, towards points for flying and travel on my Chase Sapphire that cost me, you know, $450 a year. But, you know, that throws in flying as well, right? This is 4%. And the benefits are redeemable in cash, giving you greater flexibility over how you want to use it. You get $500 sign-up bonus, no annual fee for the first year. Then it's $95. And if you spend a lot at restaurants, it's going to pay for itself. If you don't spend it all on at a restaurant, then you're going to want to cancel it after a year. But you get extended warranties on anything you buy. Um, any manufacturer warranties with less than three years, so it costs less than $10,000, you get it extended. You get auto rental collision damage waiver. That's good. Travel accident insurance, 24-hour travel assistance. That's good. Uh, the 4% cashback's attractive. And the $500 sign-up bonus, if you're going to use it, um, in theory, you could pay for that you know, $95 uh, fee for the next six years after the first year is up. So that's out there. I guess we pay for the next five years after the first year is up, but you get, you get the card for six, per six years for basically no cost and 4% back on all your dining. Not bad. If you're a person who dines out a lot and you know who you are, I don't. Harley-Davidson's uh, sales plunge. This is starting to look like potentially... Gosh, I want to say a mandate on the elections coming up. Harley-Davidson said, you know, um, their cycles continue to plunge, sales of their cycles. The company has set its sights on growing internationally. It's also faced other hurdles, including a 25% tariff imposed by European Union on U.S. motorcycles in retaliation for President Donald Trump slapping tariffs on foreign steel and aluminum. So that's out there. Baby boomers earlier... Gave a huge boost to Harley sales as they hit some of their best income earning years. But now they're aging out of riding. And what was that horrible, horrible <clears throat> old person Clint Eastwood kind of movie? Probably Jim Garner. 
they they, they went across the country on motorcycles as old people, and that's that's kind of the problem for Harley Davidson. Um, I love a good motorcycle. Don't get me wrong; they're a lot of fun. They're a great way to travel. But working in television, I can tell you that every single day, somewhere on the East Bay, it feels like there's a motorcycle down. And when you're a motorcycle down on a freeway, um, you limp for the rest of your life if you have a rest of a life. So that's never a good thing. So disappointing price action in foreign markets and disappointing earnings caused pressure on stocks today. Dow touches its lowest level in almost four months. Now, if you're a 401k investor and you're still investing, you're like, ooh, things are on sale. But if you're 60 years old and you were ready to retire, you're more like, whoa, how much time do I really have? Typically, if you have 10 to 15 years, you're going to be okay. If you have three to five, you need to really have a plan. That's why CFPs exist. And you should check out a good CFP role model, uh, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Makers of Grand Theft Auto have a new game on its way, and it's going to be huge. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, Electronic Arts, Activision, and Take-Two, TTWO. You could probably throw in NVIDIA and AMD as plays on video games. Uh, Microsoft may be too big as a company, but having children and knowing children, they don't watch what we used to watch. They, they, I've got a friend who play his kid plays uh, Fortnite, and then when he dies or he's loading up a screen, he watches Fortnite on his um, iPad. So that's a lot of Fortnite, but he's also going to be a consumer for the next 10, 15 years where he's buying crazy stuff. And we have to acknowledge that as a nation, that um, he's the shopper. I'm not. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Um, If you have questions, like McDonald's at an all-time high, is it too late to get in? Again, if you're looking in for the next one, two, three years, it's too late. If you're looking for the next 7, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 years, if you're thinking of something you could have in your portfolio that you could pass on to your kids, McDonald's has never been a highly reviewed five-star Michelin ship kind of restaurant. It's still the same company, and it, it obviously attracts eyeballs. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.